Datology Coach Podcast. Hi, Sarah. Here we are. Here we are. Sarah, I'm so busy week this week, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all you have to say. Yep. <laughs> Some things happened. Some things sure did. I, I don't even know. I have nothing to say about it. It's just this is what we knew, where things were headed. Mm-hmm. And I think the next 10 days are just going to be like watching, uh, just continuing to watch a reality show. Probably, yeah. Pretty much. I mean, it, it's useless to try to predict mm-hmm. what exactly will happen, but it's, yeah, it's not going to be pleasant, I don't think. No, no, it will not. Uh, we're not going to go te- too deep into it because uh, other people cover this right. far better than, than at least me. You would be very insightful. I would not. Um, but I did want to touch on something. So we posted the bonus episode last week. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't heard it, it's about a woman who is dating a guy who's very wealthy and clearly it, it, he's paying her, like he's giving her money and she's going over to his place. It's like a two hour drive and he's yeah. just a real tool bag and a yeah. Republican. <laughs> not that those two are <laughs> not interchangeable or anything. Right. But the gist, the, the advice that we gave her was bleed this guy dry. Yeah. For as long as you can safely and then right. get out. Yes. So we had a, couple, a little bit of feedback. One person wrote and said, I'm a little bit concerned. Like, I love you guys, but I'm a little bit concerned because that sounds like it could be a very volatile or dangerous situation. And I don't disagree. And I actually said that to you. I'm like, mm, this feels like it's escalating. This guy's being a real dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And- I mean, yeah, I I perceived that as well. <laughs> I just, I guess I just thought I... um that my position was clearer than it was, which was do this as long as you feel safe. Right. And and we want to. You know, if you're done, you could be done. Yeah. Yeah. We probably should have clarified that. If you don't feel safe, don't do it. But I didn't get the sense that she didn't feel safe. I didn't either. And I also, I mean, I have to believe that she's, you know, like she can decide. Like she, <laughs> she wanted our input, but I don't think that she was going to just go out and do literally whatever, whatever we, we said, you know? Right. I also know who she is. So I have a little bit, little bit more of a window in there, but okay. to, to clarify. So we wanted to address that, mm-hmm. but we also wanted to address a letter that I got from a man. Yeah. And he said, I am curious to find out if you think if the roles were reversed, do you think it is okay for the man to keep the money flowing or is it different because the role because of the role women have in our society that makes it okay for them to keep the money flowing. Thank hmm. you for bringing another thought-provoking message. Hmm. Uh, what, is, yeah. what is he asking? Um, I mean, I think he's asking if the, if, this, if the genders were switched, would we still say the same thing? Basically, are we just saying like, team gold digger forever, but only for people who identify as women? And my response is, uh, no, I'm I'm team gold digger forever, as long as some of the other factors are also equivalent. So, mm-hmm. for example, if you have a, a man and a woman and the woman is the one with all of the money, well, I'm I'm still in favor of bleeding her dry <laughs> for as long as it feels safe um, and the man is willing, um, especially if the man in this hypothetical scenario is also much younger. Like if you're 18, 19 and you're, a, I mean, essentially a sugar baby, that's fine. I don't care yeah. what gender you are. Yeah. Yeah. And also the caveat here is 
Now, if this guy weren't a douchebag, right? Like if this guy were just a nice guy who treats her really well and keeps giving her money and she's like, uh, I'm just not feeling it. Um, my advice would not be the same. Yeah, no. I mean, uh, well, I think the situation wouldn't have played out the same if it was a mm-hmm. nice person, right? A nice a right. nice person wouldn't be sending $500. That's clearly a bribe. That makes it transactional, right? Mm-hmm. So a nice person won't respond to you, a human being, as if you are a commodity that can be purchased. True. But I feel the need to impress this upon this this guy because he doesn't seem to understand that that's that's the distinction. Like it's because he's such an asshole that we don't feel at all bad saying, yeah, bleed him dry. Yeah. You know, we wouldn't say, hey, if this is just the 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 concept of using somebody for their money. No, that's not okay. However, if this person's going to commodify you, if they're going to belittle you and you feel safe enough to stay in that situation as they help you fucking pay your college loans, do it. Right. Or whatever. I mean. Or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Right. So that's that's the distinction. It's not um, it. This isn't it's not the the idea of like taking money from somebody even if you're not into them, no, that's not okay. I mean, if the implication was like, are we saying that, are we saying what we said because of the wage gap? No. (laughs) That doesn't mean the wage gap isn't real. Right. uh, But there is a, uh, a wealth gap here, right? And Mm -hmm. an an age gap. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like a wage gap. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I am always going to be team redistribution of wealth regardless of the genders in play. (laughs) All right. I agree with you. Okay. So we have quite a bit and I'm very excited because I'm getting a ton of letters from TikTok and I'm really, really excited about that because it's just kind of invigorated me and my writing. And so we have a number of things to, to go through and let's see the first one, the first thing that we're going to talk about, this is actually from Reddit. Okay. And it's a post about photos in your dating profile, but specifically to bikini photo or not to bikini photo? That oh, is yes. the question. Yes. As now, Shakespeare once said. As, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure he was thinking about Hinge when he wrote that quote. Yeah. So the post goes, okay, guys, I'm a 31-year-old female, and I posted this in the Friday Quick Conversation sub a couple weeks ago. I was at the beach recently and had my friend take photos of me for potential dating app usage and comparison. I think I look fab and happy in both of them and would feel confident using them in a dating profile because I felt confident in those moments. But I blocked out my face to hopefully remain anonymous and I am super curious of what others think. Does one give a significantly different impression than the other? And she posts these two, uh, I, it, she posts two photos. We're having a hard time pulling them up, but the photos themselves are not the issue for me. Were you able to see the photos? Um, I just noticed that they were there. I'm trying to open them now, but I've got the spinning wheel, so I'll let you me know too. what happens. Yeah, me too. So let's first address the fact. I actually just talked about this on TikTok. Um, how do you feel about bikini photos? Um, I think they're fine. I think they're fine as well. Yeah. And let me explain why I think they're fine. Because this woman was saying on TikTok that 
a female friend of hers said, oh, you might not want to wear, might what not, might not want to post something in a bikini. You know, it just might send the wrong message. And it's like, send what message? That she likes the beach? Right. You know, you, you just that might send the wrong message. That knows how to message. swim. <laughs> right. Uh, you might not want to post that. It sends the wrong message, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And my response was, um, regardless, like the default for women these days, you could post a picture of you wearing a potato sack you're still going to get emails from creepy dudes saying creepy things. True. So if that's the default, you might as well post a photo where you feel really confident and attractive. Yeah. I feel like the question of the bikini has more to do with um, pose. Pose? Pose, yeah. Like I... I I thought you said hose. No. Pose. I, I like. I don't think you should post a picture of yourself in a bikini on all fours. <laughs> you know, but standing, sitting, sure. Yeah, yeah. You don't want a Kim Kardashian it up. You know what I mean. But if you feel good in that photo, go right ahead. I think you should post it. And let me just say as well that. Let's also talk about the fish pics, the guys with the fishes. Mm-hmm. If I see one more, one more Instagram or TikTok post from a woman complaining about those fish pics, I honestly... Well, you will. <laughs> you will. And yeah. here's the thing. It's fine that you don't like them, but they're not posting those photos to offend you in any way. Right. They're posting those photos holding the fish or in in front of a car or whatever because those are moments of pride mm-hmm. like they're happy they yeah. feel confident That's it was probably into. right it's what they're into don't like it don't swipe on them right i cannot like why uh, look i don't like the photos of people posing with tigers because th- that just seems cruel mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, something that the tiger would have had to have been drugged for you to be able to be posing with a tiger. Right. Um, but this is fishing. It's a, it's a sport. It's something he enjoys. You just don't like it because, like, can we, what is, what do you think is behind the dislike for those photos? Classism. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's the classism for me. It's the classism. It's because you think that fishing is for like lower income level people right that's what that's what it comes down to yeah period yeah i don't know what else to say to that i mean that's it right (laughs) that's it and i don't think we talk about that enough and it's kind of how we've talked about the pictures of travel that's Mm -hmm. for people that is a clear sign of i'm looking for someone from a certain socioeconomic background right but again to clarify I mean, if you want to post a picture of yourself while traveling, fine, (laughs) right? If it's a good photo and it happens to be set in Vienna, perfectly fine. That's not ruling anyone out. But what does make people feel bad is if you say something to the effect of, must be a world traveler because that's really exclusionary. Right. It's very exclusionary. It is elitist. You know, and that's also, too, when someone says, well, okay, when a man says Ivy educated, uh-huh. he's trying to, like, he's I trying, feel like. <laughs> he's trying to show off and he's, he's trying, trying to, to convey off. wealth. 
trying to convey wealth. But when a woman says it, what do you think she's trying to convey? That she wants someone who is a show off who conveys wealth. (laughs) Am I wrong? No. (laughs) Exactly. Like, I don't think men care nearly as much about that sort of status the way women do. And I really do think like, well, I think men pursue status in looks, right? Right. Well, I mean, again, to clarify, we're talking about heterosexual relationships. So I I don't know whether this is across the board true. But um, yeah, I, I... I think that the overall, uh, that overall, I agree. Yeah. So when it comes down to it, like your pictures say a lot more about you than you realize. And your disdain for certain pictures also says a lot more about you than you realize. So all these women who are complaining about how they hate the fish pics, just say you're a snob and get over it and get over it, get it over with. Because that's really what this is all about. Why do you care so much? I think it comes back to that, like, how dare this person contact me? Well, I, I, I'm sorry. I, have I mean, to right? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm chuckling for a second. Excuse me. Iggy was, <laughs> Iggy just kind of rolled off the table. <laughs> that's my cat. <laughs> An action star. <laughs> yeah, he sure is. This sure conversation's is. too hot. He's out. <laughs> uh, so, Yes. I do the the whole I, how dare this person contact me? Well, but they're also complaining because they just see it in general, not because they see it from somebody that. And really, they would have to swipe on somebody for them to be able to be contacted by somebody with a picture of a, a guy holding a fish. Okay, that's true. That's a good point. In some cases, depending on the site. Okay. To me, it just it really does scream like it really does scream classism. Yeah. I mean, I I um, don't see as much dating content as you, but mm-hmm. I get the impression that women uh, who who have made this joke are frustrated with the number of fish picks. But I mean, there's <laughs> another another thing to say is just like, ugh, it's gross how there are so many poor people. <laughs> Also understand, like, fishing is a very accessible um, pursuit. Well, it is or it isn't. I mean, it's one of those things, like, you really, you could spend as much money as you have on fishing. Like, it doesn't, it's associated with a certain income bracket for sure, but that could be wrong. How could it be wrong? Like, the assumptions that we make if we see a guy holding a fish pick could be wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure, of course. You know, it's funny. I my dad, <clears throat> I just actually posted something about my dad on TikTok, and something my dad was always very aware of was not letting people know his like income bracket. Sure. So he was extremely modest in the way he dressed, where he lived. You just never would have known what was going on Mm -hmm. with him financially. And that was very intentional. But it was also, and he admitted this, it was also so that he would be more accepted. 
like you know so By that like a he, wider variety of people well i i think because he felt it yes he like he his, a big purchase for him one day when this was when i was a kid he bought a cadillac mm-hmm. that was a big deal and you know when i was growing up in i the mean 70s. buying a car is still a big purchase right uh, and in our town you know it was a very blue collar town and my father was very was blue collar turned white collar and he was so self-conscious about this car because people hated him for it not hated him but they they had this image in his head uh, of oh you know eddie and he's this and he's that and he you know the uh, the association with status and wealth uh made people sort of turn against him a little bit or feel threatened by him i think that's those, the phrase. he thinks he's too good for us now exactly kind of that's exactly yeah. what it was so that that really taught him and it was so, such a shame because you know my father had worked so hard and I, my father never bought anything for himself and he buys this one thing and people were dicks about it yeah so yeah it's it's not wanting to seem threatening so you could totally be misjudging these people and these guys in these pictures like you yeah. don't know what they go home to well not only that but like whose whose boat are they fishing on right i mean boats are fucking expensive Right. Right. Unless like maybe five of them went in on it to go out for the day. You know, Still maybe they like, rented the boat. a boat. <laughs> yeah. Like they're not. But they're, exactly. They're not thinking about the financials behind it. Right. No, they're just definitely associating not. the visuals with a certain income bracket with a certain class. Right. Because they think fishing isn't classy or it doesn't right. have any status associated with it. So just admit you're a snob and stop bitching about it, basically. And as far as the bikini photo. I don't think women should ever feel um, as though they have to tailor their photos in a way uh, that where they won't feel judged or um, like shamed. Okay. Um, I, I thought this of- concern was more about like um, being perceived as hypersexualized. Well, right. Is that not what I said? Did I not convey that? Well, I mean, kind of, but I think judging and shame are, they're different. They're adjacent, but. Well, yeah, they're, but they're two different guys. Like some guys are going to hypersexualize and some guys are going to judge. Right. So here's, here's the beauty of it, ladies. Uh, that's going to happen anyway. <laughs> right. So you might as well look good doing it. Yeah. It really doesn't matter what you're wearing. Yeah. Like really I said, I think matter. it's more about your, your pose and your posture. Mm-hmm. So I'm all for bikini photos, and I'm all for holding fish pics. Sure. So there. I said what I said. Yeah, but not for holding tigers. Not for no, 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 not endangering an animal. No, uh, I I would also say like deer. <laughs> deer would be a turnoff. I mean, I I understand someone's got to control the deer population, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. I wouldn't want to see it. It's gross to me no. personally. Right. Uh, okay. Next question. Single moms with a stay-at-home parent for a career. Hi, everyone. I am consistently matching with women who have their career listed as stay-at-home parent. I want to understand how this works, but don't really know how to ask the question. Who pays for the food, their place to live, etc.? I don't know how to ask this without sounding rude. That's because it's none of your fucking That's business. because it's fucking rude. Yeah. That's because it is fucking rude. <laughs> it's super Holy rude. Holy shit. Do you look at somebody 
with, uh, let me finish this rest <laughs> post. I work, no, pay attention to this. I work hard and have a good life financially. I kind of feel like I might be a target for moms not wanting to get a job. Sorry if that sounds rude, but it just it's just my thought. Any advice? Oh, man. You know, my first thought is it's always the dudes with very little money that are worried about being used for their money. Right? Right? <laughs> Why is it always the dudes <laughs> that have very little to lose? <laughs> that are yeah. concerned about this. Yeah. And P.S., I don't know how to break it to you, bro, but um, that woman, that stay-at-home mom, also works very hard. She just doesn't get paid for it. Right. Yeah. No, we don't We don't value that labor. Right. We don't value it. Society expects it right. of us. Yeah. I mean, they're – okay. So <laughs> right <laughs> off the bat, right there. there is no way to ask. You cannot right. ask this. Never, ever ask. <laughs> right. At least not before a first date. I, I mean, right. you're going to have to just go out with them and, and find out. I don't think it's outrageous or out of line for him to want to understand where her money's coming from. Because mm -hmm. there are th there's, there's only three options, right? She's independently wealthy. She's receiving enough alimony to live off of. Mm -hmm. Or um, she's receiving assistance. And right. Here we go. Here we go back to the previous topic. Well, but and I think he's I mean, I think it's reasonable for him to want to know for his planning purposes. Like we we were saying earlier uh, before the pod, because you were really outraged by this letter. <laughs> and I was, I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, we don't know why he's asking. Like, it might be what you think. <laughs> but if he's um thinking you know he's thinking he wants to get married soon he has a reason to want to know whether someone he's dating lives off of alimony because that person would have an incentive not to get married that makes them incompatible yes. so it's not unreasonable for him to want to know mm -hmm. he just can't find out before he goes on a first date yeah uh can everybody and i swear to god if i hear the word normalize more i'm gonna blow my brains out but can everybody please stop needing to know everything about somebody before the first date? I don't know. I, I think it'd be good if we could do that. You know, <laughs> let me tell you something. I was reading an article last week when I was writing a post, and I was reading about a concept called um, cognitive overload. Mm -hmm. And this is part of the reason why um, people have such a hard time. They get burnt out on these dating apps because – they there's so much information thrown at them yeah that their your brain literally stops processing it see i'm like that this i think i've told you this like if if i'm in the middle of a class my brain shuts off at a certain point i just can't i cannot retain or take anything in after a certain point okay like most people this yeah. isn't like strange in any way so um i don't know how i i jumped to this but i it's a, just a point that these, when you have a lot of information in your dating profile, and um, that tends to work against you. Meaning, like if it's too, if there's like info, that's why your about me summaries on your match profile don't make them too long. Yeah, people's brains shut off. Hmm. That's that's what I'm talking about. Interesting. And I you would need think to it be would be more about um, like just kind of the the more information you give, the more criteria you give someone 
to to dismiss you and weed you out. Right, right. And so I'm almost tempted. I think you're like, you got to keep those bios really short, really brief. Uh, And I think this is another reason why so many people swipe on the photos, on the profiles with no bios. Mm. Yeah, There's nothing to process. Right. Yeah. You know, so maybe as a test, if you guys want, you can create a profile on a dating app and have very little, like fill out the basic stats, add like three photos, maybe answer one or two prompts and that's it and see what happens. I'm curious to see what happens. Yeah. I want to see if that works for people. But to go back to what we were saying, this need to know everything about your date, this too is killing dating. Yeah. Because we have so much information accessible now. Yeah. You're going to have to just take a little risk sometimes. Yes. Nothing dangerous. Right. Just just the unknown. <laughs> right. But let's go back to this guy. So, yes. What I, what I think is that there's this contempt for women who are supported by alimony. I don't think it. I know it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And across I, the board. Across the board. Men and do I, it. Women do it. I do it. Yes. I'm I'm super mad that I'm working. <laughs> and I think, I th- think what bothers this guy is she's just living off this one man. And like, to me, this screams incel. I mean, it could be. Yeah, it very well could be. It just seems creepy guy, angry that woman, divorced man, and man got screwed in divorce. That's, that's what I hear. Could be. Um, but it so, might not be. No, it might not be, but that's all I hear. I want to understand how this works, but don't really know how to ask the question. Who pays for the food, their place to live, etc.? I don't know how to ask this without sounding rude. Right. That's, uh, well, we've talked about why. Right. Who pays <laughs> for the food? Well, let's put it this way. Like, if she were still married to this guy... He would be paying for the food. He would be putting the roof over their head if they have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they have kids. It, you know what, it, though? It, for all we know, she's not working right now, but before she had kids, she had a very lucrative career and saved up five years' worth of money. You just don't know. And right. it's none of your business. Also, <laughs> fun fact, none of your business. Right. Like, you, there's no way to ask that <laughs> because read- it's rude. It is rude, and you're either going to have to take the risk, um, but you're also going to have to get over your preconceived notions of women who live off or live on. I shouldn't say live off. That that phrase alone, I think, sends the wrong message. Live that are supported by alimony. Um, the comments. Let's see. Let's. Oh, one of the. Oh, oh. I agree. This is a woman. I am also a successful career woman, and I absolutely have nothing against stay-at-home moms or dads in the right setting. In fact, I personally think being a stay-at-home mom is harder. However, it's my opinion that stay-at-home moms are for a a certain living situation where one partner works outside of the house and the other assumes domestic responsibilities. Also, to be clear, I'm not talking about work from home. The two partners are a team that are conquering and dividing. In the case of a divorce or separation, that kind of goes out the window. Both spousal support and child support end at some point and may or may not even be enough to live on or live well on in the immediate time frame. Unless the stay-at-home partner becomes employed, I would think they are at the mercy of their ex. What happens if their ex becomes unemployed? Okay. 
this is a long way to go to say, bitch, get a job. Right. It really is. <laughs> I mean, you know what else is really stupid about this? <laughs> Everything? COVID. COVID. I mean, are they staying at home because daycares are closed? Yeah. Uh- <laughs> you, you just aren't going to know this answer. And it, and it, it is reasonable to, once you're in a relationship, want to know your partner's financial situation. At that point, you are entitled to that information. But before you go on a date with them, it's not your business. Right. It's my opinion that stay-at-home moms are for a certain living situation where one partner works outside of the house and the other assumes domestic responsibilities. Oh, sweetie, that that sounds nice. A one a one income household. It does sound nice, doesn't it? Sounds lovely. Completely unrealistic, but lovely. I don't understand what happens if their ex becomes unemployed. What happens if their ex dies? I would think the next logical step for really this is just a long-winded way to say bitch get a job. Yeah, that's all this is. Right. You know, it, it, it. But and I do think that comes down to that's something I think women we need to address among ourselves that. There is this unspoken, not maybe not contempt, but oh, you know, she just stays home and you know raises her kid, or she. Th- there is that that sort of thing, I think, among women, where we where we look down on her, or where we resent it, or For we sure. don't respect it. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> in some cases, that's more warranted than others, right? Like if you're a stay-at-home mom of a sixteen-year-old. Mm, nah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't respect that. <laughs> you, you just don't want to get a job. And I respect that. But yeah, yeah. Don't tell me that your 16 year old is a full time job because they're basically grown. <laughs> uh, yeah. So when someone puts single stay at home parent in there, uh, and remember, a lot of these apps and profiles, that's something that's that's just an option on a drop down menu. Right. They're not like filling this in. That's the most accurate. Right. You know, a lot of times people are like, uh, I have this sort of, I'm a freelancer or I do this, but they don't really have anything. And what do I say? And so they select <laughs> stay at home mom. Like, what if she's an influencer? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's on OnlyFans. Right. Who knows? Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, and like, if that's the case, she's probably making more than the guy that's worried about. Right. Exactly. So shut money. the fuck up, dude. If she's on OnlyFans, she's taking home twice what you're taking home. So shut up. <laughs> but yeah. that's the thing is that you don't know. It's just it's just an option on a drop down menu. Right. Stop reading into it. And you you don't get to know yet. You don't. You just don't deserve that information. No. No. Nope. See, people feel entitled to this information. They do. Well, because they they don't want to take a risk. They don't want to take a risk, but they also, we have been groomed to expect copious amounts of information at our, uh, on whenever we demand it. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think uh, Google has sort of offered us a, a false sense of security, right? Because mm-hmm. if you encounter somebody who really shares a lot of themselves online, you feel like you understand them and you get a picture of who they are. Right. I mean, so that's, you know, of course, not true. That's curated, so on and so forth. But 
the converse of that is if somebody doesn't have a large online presence, then they look suspicious. Right. Right. I, I, I just don't think that, like, I don't think you should resent a woman if she gets alimony. Now, I definitely get resentful when I went to Equinox <laughs> and I was surrounded by all the divorces. I was going to say, so you can resent some women who get alimony. <laughs> Uh, I'll resent some women who get alimony who talk as though who just don't understand that other people aren't in their situation. Yeah. You know, it's like, girl, you live, you get alimony. That's how you support it. That's how you afford all this stuff. Right. You know, some of us have to go out and work for it. Yes. You know, and, and, but even that, like, if they have young kids at home, they're working for it. Mm, unless they have a nanny. Unless can, look, they have a nanny. The bottom line is, can we all just agree to eat rich people? <laughs> That's sure. where we're going with this. Yes. So, um, single moms with stay-at-home, a stay-at-home parent. That's what it means. It's, it's an it's a item on a checkbox, on a drop-down menu. Uh, it means that maybe they're not working right now. Right now they're they are staying at home. Maybe they do freelance. Maybe they do part-time. Maybe they do OnlyFans. Who the fuck knows? Uh, it's none of your business. And get to know somebody before you create this backstory. Yeah. Please, for the love of God, that you're just talking yourself out of dating people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, here's the stuff that I'm 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 very excited about. Okay. <laughs> okay. So yay for TikTok because there's an account on TikTok called He's Fired. Mm-hmm. And it's two women who live in, I think, New Jersey. Okay. And their advice, shall we say, is questionable. <laughs> I'm just going to say it's questionable. Um, this first part that I'm going to play, the woman is giving advice about what a man should be doing um, by the third date. Okay. Setting a precedent for texting behaviors early on is very crucial in a potential relationship because it is a good indicator of how serious and invested they are, and it will also show you um, what their intentions are along the way. Keep in mind that this alone will not tell you how serious they are if they want a relationship, but it's a good start. The texting pattern between initially talking and into the first date should be minimal. You know, not a lot of chit chat going on. After date one, it should gradually get better. And then between date two and date three, just any date after date two, um, they should not be checking in on you at night only um, after work and making a habit of doing that consistently. Um, that's a red flag. That just means they're not that interested and they're probably not going to get better at it. Okay. I feel the need to also play another clip from them that okay. came before this part about the texting and it's more about what men should be doing uh, after the first few dates. And, you know, I posted about them yesterday on TikTok and someone jumped in my comments and I just know it was the woman behind the account under like a burner. And they're like, why do you, like, why do you like criticize her? And how come you, whatever, why do you do that? Why don't you, I just feel really bad because like I want to like Why don't you, you support other women? It, that, pretty much that. Hold on. So this is the next clip. 
the third date trifecta and this is the behavior that should follow after a third date and any red flags that present themselves along the way that will help you decide whether or not you should fire him if by the third date um the day after the third date if they're not in more communication than before they're out and you should fire them and if they start to show up which more than often they probably won't but if they do um and it's like i don't know super late like 10 p.m whatever um you don't respond it's over they're not trying to integrate their lives into yours and um trying to be a part of your life in any capacity also a red flag that's a wrap i would fire them right then and there if they haven't offered to assist you with anything you need help with, like a broken bookshelf or installing an air conditioner and you're better off calling customer service, um, it's a Caesar wrap and he's fired. <laughs> Thoughts, Sarah? Um, what if he just doesn't know how to fix things? That's my first thought. I am more, um, <laughs> uh, let's talk like the first, let's talk the first part. The first part where she's talking about how he needs to be, if by the, after the first date, he's not texting you before 5 p.m., he's fired. Like, what, what? Yeah, that doesn't, uh, Yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't take that advice. Yeah, if he's not because I can't agree to live by that. Right. If he's not texting you by five p.m. the day after your first date, he's fired. Honey, people have jobs. People do. Well, some of them. Some yeah. of them. Also, first date. You're like you. He barely knows you. Yep. This expectation that, and I can't stand all the posturing. You know, if he's not obsessed with you, you don't want him. It's like, but Cheryl. I've only been on two dates with him. Right. I was going to say, even after three dates, like, to what extent are you supposed to be in each other's lives? You're still very casual. You still barely know each other. Right. Like, these kinds of expectations just seem really out of whack to me. Well, and I think it sets you up for self-sabotage because when you do meet someone who is obsessed with you, you're going to think it's healthy and it's not. Right. It's not healthy. <laughs> Someone who is obsessed with you, who doesn't actually know you, not great. Yeah. After three dates, if someone's integrating you into their life, you have to ask yourself, why? 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 Yeah. Why, why are they so eager? Why are they so eager? Why are they so available? Right? Like, don't you have a job and friends? Why are they trying to rush this? Why? Yes. And I just wrote, just created a TikTok about this. Please understand the reason why, the main reason why this is toxic, I think, is because People who try to rush the pace of a relationship this like this fast typically often have critical personality flaws that they don't want you to see. Yes. So they're trying to kind of, you know, lock you down before that stuff comes out. Yep. That's the biggest red flag. I'm not going to go into the love bombing because I know everyone's going to go there. I'm My focus is when someone rushes like that, there's a reason for it. Yeah. You know, three dates. And frankly, like, why would you want someone that available? Do you know what I mean? Like, why would you want somebody I that do. available? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I can't for sure say <laughs> if I were dating right now, I would always get back to someone by 5 p.m. Mm -hmm. 
Can't can't promise that at all. Right. I mean, you just don't know what someone's life is like. Not only that, but what if they have a job that like they they truly can't use their phone? <laughs> Yeah, like, what if they're out of pocket? Meaning, like, what if there's someone, what if they literally, legitimately don't have a cell signal? <laughs> right, yeah. You know, that can happen. You know, you can't have these hard and fast rules like this. And you really don't want to be with somebody who's that, cons- not so much consumed, but <sighs> look, I, I, here's the thing. After that first date, ideally, you do want to follow up with them within 24 hours. Yes, that's reasonable. Right. But you know what? If they send you a text at 10 o'clock that night, that's okay. Maybe that's when they... That's also reasonable. Maybe that's when they've been able to decompress and settle down and have a moment and maybe engage in a back and forth. Maybe they didn't want to text Mm -hmm. you until they were able to have like a conversation. Right. Right. You know, it's not necessarily that you're not at the forefront of their mind and you shouldn't be at the forefront of their mind. (laughs) You should not. You should be. not no. be at the forefront of their no. mind. All right, so wait, let's let's. Uh, I want to play this one now. Hold on. And here's how it's done, ladies. If you want to make your expectations and your standards known, this is how you do it. So this guy I met on an app decides to text me to ask me out on a first date. Uh, where he asks if I'm going to be around, conveniently where he lives. I'm not a stop along the way. I'm the destination. I didn't really say that, but I let my expectations be known that I wasn't going to go out of my way. COVID's still happening, so I wasn't really trying to uh, take any more chances with taking transportation or a subway to go meet up with them. If it's a first date, they should come to me first um, or at least meet halfway, which this would have been. So look how quickly things turn around once I check him or once I tell him what I expect. And then by the end, he says... Reading back that on that comment, it does make me sound so flaky, which I'm not. Okay, let me let me let me read the text. Let me read this exchange. So, this is the context that we have. The guy says, "Any plans to be in Manhattan anytime soon?" She replies, "Listen, I'm going to be honest. I don't live far from the city at all, but I also am not going to be around because it's convenient. With the virus happening, I'm avoiding going." In other words, I would be around, but I'm making you right. jump through a hoop. With the virus happening, okay. I'm avoiding going into the city unless there's a reason, but I'd really only meet in Hoboken or Jersey City, which is e- equal distance as me going into Midtown. In other words, I'm not going to take public transit. <laughs> right. You take public transit. <laughs> you get right. COVID. You give it to me. I don't want right. to give it to you. So I Okay. Perfectly yes, logical. I hate this shit i i've it's, it's stupid, really stupid <laughs> but uh, when i say i hate this shit i'm talking about here let me post this sassy response that i gave this person it achieves nothing it is evidence of nothing it is nothing but empirical evidence that doesn't support any theory you know what this I is mean, it's posturing i <laughs> yeah I mean, I think it it speaks to uh, an indication. Again, we don't we don't have evidence, but it speaks to an indication that like this person is willing to jump through hoops. That's interesting, right? She's willing, but why would that but be? You know what? And I and I have people in the comments saying, "Well, no, a man should court a woman." Okay, courting not a thing, not a thing anymore. 
I mean, I'm not, I don't even know what courting that would is, mean. you know, what, no, I know what it means, <laughs> but like, what would it mean? Like, what would it, what, what would that look like? What are you talking about courting? Like, ugh, right. we have, we cannot, cannot fight for equality and ask for equality and still stay stuck in Victorian times. I, and also what would it mean? <laughs> It's, yeah. Like, really just say you expect right. men to just pay for say state you expect men <laughs> to jump through hoops for you to prove to you that they are worth your time. And I'm just going to throw this right. out there, and I'm probably going to sound like people are going to hate me for it, but I have yet, yet to see one of these examples of the, he, if he doesn't do this and blah, 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 where I haven't listened to the woman and said, holy shit. I would rather punch myself in the face a hundred times than be stuck in an elevator with this person. If someone sent me that message, I, I, I would respond. Like, dude, you're just being a right. bitch to be a bitch to, and, and you're just setting yes. up barriers for. But no here's reason. the other thing: ask yourself. This is not being assertive. Let's cut the shit. This is not being assertive. This is just being rude. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we need to stop conflating being assertive and confident and empowered with being just rude and insufferable. Right. Right. And, like, having standards with <laughs> setting right. up barriers for right. no reason and hoops. You don't have through. standards. You have barriers. Yeah. You have a wall you want someone to climb to prove to you before you do a goddamn thing. And you know what? That, that unwillingness to take a risk, that's going to keep you single. What also doesn't prove anything other than like this person is low on options mm-hmm. at the moment, <laughs> right? That's all it really right. And that's what I said. I said the only person who would agree to this bullshit is somebody weak or desperate. The kind of guy you actually there want, you the kind of guy who knows exactly who he is, who wouldn't allow some fucking stranger on a dating app to to walk all over him. He's unmatching you. He's saying, "I'm not dealing with this." Who the hell are you? I mean, I wouldn't. No, I, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't either. Do it. I wouldn't either. <laughs> you know, but women eat this shit up. Stop. Because it doesn't work. You see one thing on a social media page. You see a text. Let me tell you something. I guarantee you she never went out with this guy. And if she did, it, it, she never saw him again. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. That that would be interesting to have some and follow-up on. Also, you just you have to ask yourself, what kind of guy wants to go out with somebody who talks to them this way? Like, let's just call this what it is. She's just kind of a bitch, and she dates weak men. Period. Mm. That's the type of men that respond to this shit. The type of men you want to date, the confident ones, the strong ones, the ones who know who they are, the ones who challenge you, especially the ones who challenge you, they're going to tell you to go fuck yourself if you say something like that to them. Well, I don't think they'll say that, but I think they just wouldn't respond. You know what I mean. And that's then that in a way is saying go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's well, it's yeah. this is the most counterintuitive <laughs> bullshit. And I'm gonna say it again: stop trying to school people. Stop, 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 stop. It is a huge waste of your time. It's a waste of your mental energy. It's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your self respect. Because you know why? You're gonna write some verbose. Or even not verbose, but you're going to write some text to them. And this is how it made me feel. And I don't know. And you know what you're going to get? Crickets. 
Nothing. Or yeah. they're going to reply and say, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to do that. And you know what? They're going to – and stop saying, well, I'm making it easier for the next woman. No, you're not. You know why? Because they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, well, and sometimes nothing wrong even happened, right? <laughs> like, I don't know. Everyone wants there to be hard and fast <clears throat> rules about dating, <coughs> and me. I mean, people are just so different that I don't think there can be. Yeah, they're just there's too many factors. There's too many variables. Right. Christ, can you not just take it day by day, text by text, date by date? I mean, it's it's hard, you know. You you get anxious. You want to know how it ends. It's hard to wait. I get that. Yeah, but right. you have to, <laughs> unless you want to self sabotage yeah. it, or you want to end up with somebody with yeah. limited. But options. let's also talk about what this is. This is also, and you heard it in the first line of this text. Okay, ladies, this is how it's done. I feel like I'm watching a scene from right. Bring It On. You know, like, this is how it's done. Okay, ladies. First of all, I've already said it. Ladies, it's condescending. You're being condescending when you call women ladies, first of all. Second of all, this stuff really is, it is, it's just intragender competition. That's all it is. In what way? She is, or I guess, what's it? What's she's it trying to here? say to women, see, I can get a guy to do X, Y, Z. Look at me. Okay. I can get a guy right. to jump through a hoop for me. I'm special. Hmm. Okay. All right. I could see that maybe. It, yeah. Because th think about it. Who's no men aren't paying attention to this. I don't yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how Look many at me. Male Look what I can do. She has. Look how I got him to yeah. respond. Like uh, what what are you showing me? What is this? It's a text. I'll tell you the kind of TikTok that does impress what? me. That schools people. I, I saw one and I didn't save it, but I, I saw one um, that was like, basically this woman got an offensive, horrific message on a dating app about like, oh God, you're ugly or fat or whatever. And she was like, oh, I'm, I'm really sorry you feel that way. Uh, here's my Venmo so you can... Give me some money to fix whatever the problem was. And he, he? sent money. That I impresses me. That he thought he's like, <laughs> I'm showing her. I'm going to send her $100. Yeah, that's going to make that big. Yeah, that so impresses says, me. You know what? I'm going to go out. I'm going to go buy myself some makeup. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, and or something like that. Or actually, you know what? It it might have been, as I recall. I'm I'm relatively certain now it was like, you're fat, go eat a cheeseburger. And she was like, oh, I wish I could afford a cheeseburger. And he sent her like $50. <laughs> Joke's on you, my dude. Yeah. I mean, right? That, that impresses, impresses me. me. <laughs> yeah. So do not take these texts as facts because they are not. Understand that a lot of this stuff never ends up in success. Like really pay attention. When you see this stuff on these apps, what I want you to do... Like, when you see the stuff on TikTok or Instagram, I want you to respond and say, how did this end? Yeah. How many How many dates? What date are what you on now? What date are you on now? <laughs> did you end up meeting him? What happened? Because I'm going to yeah. guarantee yeah. you, nine times out of ten, they 
they made a date and the guy either blew them off <clears throat> or it never got to the making a date stage. <coughs> yeah. Or they went on one they date. They went on maybe. one date maybe. Okay, congratulations. And unless they can post multiple examples of this behavior working in their favor, favor it's that's not a trend, guys. That's true. That's not a trend. You know, that it just doesn't prove anything. Stop buying into this shit. Okay, Sarah. Final thoughts. Yeah. Arbitrary tests. Stop Don't do them. The testing. Stop trying to figure out everything before you meet them. Post a fish pick if you like it. Post a bikini shot. <laughs> Date the stay-at-home moms. Um, stop being an asshole. Just stop being an asshole, please. That's you make I it do. sound so easy, you know. <laughs> All right. Join the mailing list, dating coach, datologycoach.com. Uh, check out the master online dating courses. I uh, really think I made something very inclusive. We talk about dating with disabilities. We talk about preferences and prejudice. We talk about um, what type of photos to use, um, the red flags to look out for, ghosting, scammers, how to write a profile in a way that will help you attract the right people. You can go to datologycoach.com and click online courses in the up. Uh, the nav bar at the top of the page. Follow us on the things Datology Pod. You can follow me on Instagram, although really, who cares about Instagram at this point? At the Kristen M, C H R I S T A N. You can follow me on TikTok uh, at Datology Coach. Sarah? Uh, you can follow me if you want to. <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Rye All right, guys, good stuff. Keep those letters coming. Have a great night. Bye. Yeah. Bye.